0: Hello everybody! Welcome back to Everything Hurts and I'm Dying, the podcast with me, Julia Kraus, and this week I have the amazing Rita Holp. Thanks for having me,
1: Julia. Rita, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Mm. So, um, basically, I'm a personal trainer and a nutritionist, and... um... I feel like these two complement each other quite well but um it's um still a bit rare in the industry for someone to be uh both because obviously as a trainer you know it as well we do get some basic qualifications um in nutrition as well and then obviously we can just learn as much as we want uh, just on our own but to like get fully uh certified is um is quite rare and just to make sure that you know
0: what you're actually doing with your clients <laughs> Yeah. So there is a difference. So for our audience, there is a difference between being a personal trainer and being a certified nutritionist. And Rita is both. And being both at the same time is actually few and far between. For example, I'm not a certified nutritionist. And most personal trainers aren't. So I'm really happy to have you here today. I'm really excited. This episode is going to be a lot about nutrition-based things. Um, we have a lot of amazing questions from the audience and a lot of fun games, and I really hope that you guys are able to get a lot out of this episode because Rita is absolutely brilliant, and I'm really excited to pick her brain for the next uh, hour yeah. <laughs> in this room. Um, so, Rita, first and foremost, uh, how's your week going? Like, how are you? <laughs> so,
1: um, I just like popped out from my training session <laughs> to record this podcast. I'm like halfway through my training. Um, I can't say I was thoroughly (laughs) enjoying today's session i'm a bit sore i'm a bit (laughs) upset but yeah (laughs) things need to get done so i'm gonna do them why are you upset (laughs) it's okay it's just (laughs) kind of a new um training block for me so i'm just working on some uh, new uh, stuff now um i kind of go through phases so i always pick something that i would like to improve and then i just uh, work my butt off quite literally so um back That it was like pull-ups or hip thrusts and then night squats. So I'm working towards like a really heavy squat for me. So um, yeah, I just got some uh, additional work that I need to get done and it was uh, not as much fun as I hoped it would be.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you do a lot of your own programming, no?
1: Yeah, so um, basically I've been um, quite busy with work for the past couple of years mm-hmm. uh, so for me it was really important that i can just fit my sessions in as and when and if i can't fit in like a full training program i didn't want to stress myself out yeah. and i um i wasn't actually working towards any specific goals i was doing it um more for fun and just for like general fitness and just to improve like marginally and uh, i felt like if i'm in control of my own training then obviously i won't let anyone down and yeah yeah i can still do my best and if on a certain day i feel like i can't be bothered to u- do my usual plans then i will just do something that makes me feel good and just move around something's always better than nothing yes, and that. Uh, that just um took that sort of pressure away but now i feel like i have a bit more time to actually concentrate on um some goals of mm-hmm. mine uh, so i'm trying to prioritize that
0: so now i'm uh, trying to work on um, my squat so having going for basically what is what is your current goal so just going for a heavy one rep max for squat or
1: i yeah i guess um so most of the time i guess i kind of follow more like um, a bodybuilding style um, program so i split my workouts up to like upper and lower body mm-hmm. i make sure to train um, uh, four times a week and then anything on top of that which would be like a um, cardio or heat uh, would be just additional uh, so um, just the basic resistance training sessions would be split to uh, lower upper rest lower upper rest yes. uh, or the uh, cardio stuff um yeah but now i'm just trying to structure it a bit more um just in a in a more like how do you say it? clever like more
0: structured yeah more structured yeah programming kind of i'm trying to structure it a bit better <laughs> I, I like that and so i really like that because there as as personal trainers and you know we train all the time and it does fluctuate throughout the years you know you can go from having it be strictly regimented and you know planned Mm. and structured as you will Mm. to having it be a bit more loose and fluid Mm. and it just kind of training has to just sort of follow the patterns of your life Mm. you know you were saying that you were working a lot previously Mm. and so the training had to be a bit more fluid
1: exactly and i feel like that is just a just a really good thing or like our audience as well to remember that you are in charge and you get to decide what you want to do nothing is forced on you if you want to change your goals halfway through a training program because you don't enjoy it or you just don't like anything that you're doing and it makes you miserable and you don't want to turn off to the gym there's no point uh, trying to push through that because no one's forcing you you're yeah. doing it to, uh, to yourself so just <laughs> change it up just have a thing um reprioritize uh, what you what you want to do and then go for that
0: i love that so that's you know that's one of the taglines in my business is health and fitness doesn't have to be miserable you're allowed to enjoy yourself and i think that kind of what you've just said really resonates well with that because it doesn't have to be miserable it doesn't have to be like you have to do this we're all adults you know we're all big boys and girls and there is i always say there's more than one way to skin a cat mm. like there's multiple ways that you can achieve your health and fitness goals in on different pathways and in different ways
1: and i feel like for us um specifically because obviously we work in a private gym mm-hmm. so we spend a lot of time with each other mm-hmm. and uh, the rest of the coaches it's lovely to be able to bounce off ideas and just uh, discuss a yeah. training with each other so we kind of help each other out in our like um, specific areas so um, for example i'm getting a little help uh, from one of the coaches and i'm trying to uh, help him um with nutrition in return and it just seems to be just a good trade-off for, for all of us because we just both get become better um at what we do and uh, just get better at our like personal goals as well i love that
0: one thing that we have in this podcast is the concept of find your why mm. so sort of the why you are on this journey of health and fitness like mm. what's kind of the key motivator for you Mm -hmm. So, for example, my why is that why I pursue health and fitness in the first place Mm -hmm. is that I never want my body to be a limitation Mm -hmm. for the things that I want to do in my life. Mm -hmm. So if I want to go for a hike with my family, I can go for a hike with my family. If Mm -hmm. I want to be strong enough to pick up the couch or sofa or whatever, Dan and I have already argued about if it's a couch or sofa. (laughs) If I need to pick something up, I am strong enough to pick up something. Mm -hmm. What is your personal why for this path of health and fitness that you're on? Mm. I guess it might be very
1: generic but this is just something that makes me happy i just love doing it and it just feels like you know when you have like a a busy life and you can't really spend that much time like um, doing the things that you like because you work a lot or you just have like a busy family life it's so nice to have that little chunk of the day when you can just put your headphones on and just concentrate on yourself and no one can take that away from you and um, for me that has always been a priority and it's kind of what i base my business around um my business is called prioritize you and i always say to my clients that i think it's important that we all prioritize ourselves and our goals because no one will do that for us and we can't just keep putting everyone else first we have to put ourselves first first um on certain occasions because that's for our sanity that's for our mental health that's for our happiness and for me that's literally it i'm also a a little competitive, so if I (laughs) see something that I would love to be able to do, I will work until I can do it. And I have things that I've worked really hard for, and some of them took years, uh, like the pull-ups, or the pistol squats, or like these sort of things, and I'm sure um, getting to like a really heavy squat um, will take a little while, but I'm not in a rush. I have the time, and I love the grind, so... I'm really looking forward to turning up to the gym every day and just it's. The same thing all over again if I have to, or if I don't feel like it, I just change it up for the day and then I get back to it when I'm ready.
0: Yeah, I love that. Also, Rita doing pull ups is amazing. (laughs) Every time you do pull ups in the gym, I literally stop and I just watch (laughs) you and I stare at you. I'm such a creep. I'm like, look at her go, she's so cool. And I just like the heart eye emoji. That's basically me watching you do pull ups. So I have never noticed that
1: because I'm dying,
0: (laughs) just trying to just get up to just above the bar. But thanks, (laughs) Julia. Um, and so I love what you just said about, um, obviously your business called prioritize you and about it being a time to prioritize yourself and kind of filling up your cup. So there's mm-hmm. the concept of, uh, I, I love this concept about filling up your cup and you have a cup and then you pour into other people's cups, mm-hmm. but you can't fill up other people's cups if your cup is empty. Exactly. Yeah. So the concept of you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. So, you know. What I'm hearing from you is that sort of this time of exercise is the way that you fill up your cup.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then obviously nutrition just sort of came as a, on the back of uh, that whole thing um, because that was just something that I kept like researching loads. And then it just um seemed like something um, that I can turn into like a, a second profession, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Well, a second profession, honestly, you're killing it, to be honest. I I love learning about the nutrition stuff through you, and I think you're absolutely brilliant at it. I'm excited to get more (laughs) into it. Everything hurts and I'm dying. (laughs) Alrighty, everybody. So before we get to the real stuff, uh, Reed and I are going to play a little game. And it's gonna be super fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm not super nervous or anything. <laughs> <laughs> the game is called This or That. Yep. And so you have, I'm gonna give you two options and you have mm-hmm. to pick one. And the worst part about it is that you can't explain yourself. Yeah, this makes me really frustrated. <laughs> I,
1: I would just love to you know the explanations behind like everything. So yeah, this will be fun this for is, you.
0: <laughs> just peak anxiety. I, you know what? I think that we're just gonna keep this as a thing with everybody that comes in, I'm just gonna make slightly uncomfortable. In yeah, somebody. great. are so doing great. Yeah, yeah perfect. Thanks. This is your time. So you. Okay, <laughs> okay, I promise to take it easy on you at first. Okay. okay. So you have to pick one or the other. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? I think so. Are you emotionally prepared? Uh, I don't think I will ever be. <laughs> okay, so pasta or rice? Rice. Okay. Bread or potatoes? Bread. Tattoos or no tattoos? Hmm. Tattoos. <laughs> okay. Uh, CrossFit or F45? F45. (laughs) There it is. Good. Um, Purple or pink? Mm, (laughs) Purple. Okay. Spain or France? Spain. Wood or steel? (laughs) Wood or steel? (laughs) Let's go with wood. (laughs) Um, Oats or cereal? None. None? Mm. You pick. Okay. Cereal. Okay. Um, Red Bull or Monster? None. <laughs> <Leukoside>. <laughs> I hear that. Um, I'll give that one to you because they're bullshit. Uh Squats or deadlifts?
1: Oh,
0: I will say squats because that's what I'm working on. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> Who doesn't
1: love a good Romanian deadlift? Cheese or cheese? Um. Oh, that's a very tough one, Julia. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm ready to answer that. I will have to go with
0: cheese. Oh man. Yes.
1: Okay. List. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay.
0: Last one chicken or beef chicken okay actually I've got two more um elephants or giraffes Giraffes. okay uh and then last one beach holiday or city holiday beach beach right, <laughs> that doesn't what, what did you call me <laughs> you're a beach holiday <laughs> okay. julia Alrighty, that's it from my end do you have any from
1: your end okay I actually have some similar ones okay so okay. meat or fish uh meat
0: Carbs or fat. Oh. Uh carbs, definitely. Yes, eh? <laughs> upper or lower. Upper all day. Fun fact about me is I actually hate training legs. <laughs> I'd rather train upper body all day. I hate leg day.
1: Yeah, it's a good thing that there's like no lower body stuff in Olympic lifting at all. How is that going, my face? <laughs>
0: this is my whole life pretty much
1: Truth or dare. Dare. Ah oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think so. Sure. Sweet or savory? Savory all day, baby. Yeah, I knew that. Butter cold, cold. <laughs> okay, all right. Awesome.
0: Butter boobs. Ooh, um, boobs. Everybody likes boobs. Boobs are like universally, like everybody likes boobs. Yeah. Feel. I'm a butt person, myself. I hear that. You're very, it's you're very in right now. <laughs> I feel like everyone's a butt person now. It's 2022. You know, Kim yeah. Kardashian reigns supreme. Yeah. Everyone likes butts, but. Maybe just because my boobs are better than my butt. But that's, Maybe why, that's that's it? exactly my reasoning
1: as well. Like obviously, like, mm, or, yeah.
0: You do a very lovely job. I will say. <laughs> well, I
1: can work on my butt. I can't really work on my boobs. Yeah. <laughs> just focus really hard. I could get work done on my boobs. It's not really the same, is it? <laughs>
0: just bench press a shit ton and just yeah, really, like, <laughs>
1: then I just don't have any
0: boobs left. <laughs> it's so funny. I've seen like a lot of like the CrossFit girls. Um, so one of my best friends is is said CrossFit girl and they're like notorious for having like really nice butts but yeah. also like not yeah. as big boobs just because of like getting the way <laughs> well and, and they're in really good shape and obviously like boobs are like kind of bigger parts of your body and when you're training to that capacity you sort of lose Body weight and Mm-mm. your boobs are part of the body weight yeah. sections that get lost, and so
1: it's always the first part that goes as well, so, is it? Yeah, Ugh. in my experience.
0: <laughs> and so, she is a sports bra that just says, I have no boobs, <laughs> and she just wears it all the time. She's like, oh, nope, my boobs are gone. The end, sorry, at least my butt is good though. So, you have an amazing butt, and I'm about uh-huh. it all the time. So <laughs> oh, thank you, <laughs> everything hurts, and I'm dying. <laughs> Okay, everybody, welcome back. We are going to move on to our next segment called Jim Beef, mm. aka Beefcake, babe. Mm. So, Rita, do you have a Jim Beef or Beefcake for us today?
1: Okay, so I have two. I love it. Well, yeah. One of them is a bit more, like, Jimmy, than, and the other one is a bit more, like, nutrition-y. But uh, both of them relate to, like, uh, both of our life, uh, lives, I guess, um, really well. So I started the more serious one, I guess, because, yeah, that's what you're here for, to talk about nutrition. It doesn't have to be, we don't have <laughs> we'll leave, to be serious. We'll leave the, we'll leave the, <laughs> we'll leave the uh, petty one. <laughs> uh <old>. Lost, yeah. <laughs> oh, everyone will agree, I think, uh, with the petty one. But my first piece of gym beef would be very restrictive nutrition plans or meal plans provided by um, personal trainers. Yes. Um. So I'm not sure if um, like our audience is aware, but um for like us to be able to provide meal plans, we have to be um. Mm Insured. otherwise like things can go wrong Mm -hmm. and obviously it does seem quite easy to tell someone that oh, these are your macros and like this is what you should eat this much um, uh, protein this many uh, carbs uh this many fats and then this is your like um uh, calorie target Mm -hmm. and then provide some options that would cover that but that doesn't mean that um we have thought about like everything that needs to be thought of, like uh, um, micronutrients mm-hmm. as well as macronutrients. Um, so obviously we can, um, it, it's a very um, serious thing to take someone's nutrition into our hands and uh, provide them a, a prescription basically for what they have to eat day in, day out. And um, on like a side note, obviously we have talked about how like most uh, personal trainers are not actually um, very um, uh, qualified in nutrition yep. so it is not really something that um, they know that much about no. but even if they do if a client ends up um, with an eating disorder or any like sort of deficiencies yep. uh, they are not insured to actually um, save themselves in court if they if if um, um, things come to diverse. Um so I think it's a very big responsibility and we shouldn't uh, take it lightly. Um but more importantly, I think there's no need to be restrictive in our diet. I uh, I'm all for flexible dieting approaches and I think um telling someone what to eat for every single meal of the day is very um restrictive and then it can encourage very rigid um um uh, ways of thinking Mm -hmm. and just very black and white thinking yeah and then if the person thinks that oh i can only do well if i'm on this meal plan then they won't have um that sort of um personal um Responsibility, or they won't feel like they are personally responsible for their choices and that they can do it on their own as well. Yeah. And um, I feel like it's kind of the thing of like um, teach um, the men how to um, fish, fish mm-hmm. um, because I don't honestly... I don't want my clients to be with me forever like my nutrition clients, I want them to learn as much as they can from me and work with me until they can do it on their own and make their own decisions and I don't want anyone to text me when they are in a restaurant asking me which item can I have off of this menu because I have no idea because I was following that meal plan for so long that I can't even think for myself if the chicken in the restaurant is the same as the chicken with my broccoli that I always have at home so for me that is just a one big thing and um just from like an evidence um based um perspective it has been shown that rigid approaches are not as successful as flexible approaches Mm -hmm. because they are very restrictive and they um don't um help with adherence so it's more likely that someone um falls off (laughs) the wagon um because they have a wagon yeah yeah we just have a diet really, and our diet is what we make of it, and then it can be more nutritious. It can be more calorie dense, or it can uh, support our goals, or it can be the opposite. Mm-hmm. But it isn't um, dependent on like a very um, a strict plan.
0: Yeah, so that actually that reflects well. So a couple weeks ago, we talked about my pillars of learning with my training philosophy mm. that I use with my personal life and also with my T X athletes. Mm-hmm. And one of those pillars is that diets don't work, Mm -hmm. right? Because going on a diet, going off of a diet, what, what, and so going on a diet just implies that it's going to be something to go on or off of. Mm -hmm. And you were talking about kind of wanting to establish a positive relationship with food, Mm -hmm. with your clients Mm -hmm. so that they can make their own decisions and sort of figure out how they want to eat Mm -hmm. in their day-to-day life. Yeah. What's your opinion on diets?
1: So I think um, I did listen to that podcast and I am familiar uh, with like your way of thinking about it. And um, although like um, I mostly agree uh, with where you're coming from, Mm -hmm. I uh, usually phrase it slightly differently. So when I'm thinking about diet, I don't think about uh, necessarily fat diets or just like um, a temporary diet. I Mm -hmm. think about our everyday diet what we eat on an everyday basis so i like to encourage everyone to think about their diet as their nutrition rather than a diet Um, because then in that way it is not something that is just necessarily like something that you do for a couple of weeks or months but you're going to do that forever because it doesn't matter if you're like on a diet or off a diet you are going to eat every single day Mm -hmm. and you're probably going to eat several times in a day unless you're following some um, special protocols Uh, so why not make the most of every decision that we make um on the other hand though i do feel like diets work as long as people can adhere to them so this is where um i know this is kind of your understanding as well but this is what i usually um, um like to specify that if someone can stick to a chosen dietary method they are going to be successful mm-hmm. as long as they can um, adhere to it, like yeah, basically what I yeah. uh, said. So uh, the biggest problem is that uh, people think they should be doing a certain diet, which doesn't really suit their own lifestyle. So in my practice, usually I do not uh, put anyone on like a certain diet like keto or um uh, low carb or high fat or vegan or uh, mm-hmm. paleo or anything like that. Uh, I tell them the principles uh, and we discuss how they can work um, their own, like pre- um, prepare their own diet based on those principles and some days that means they are keto for the day like Mm -hmm. obviously not to the level of like the ketones being produced in their urine for example but they might go very high fat and very low carb for the day because that suits them on that day Mm -hmm. and then on other days they might go very high fat they are not necessarily cutting in alcohol they might just be choosing to save up alcohol for the weekends Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of uh, dietary flexibility in that but they are um, many of my clients want to lose weight and they can lose weight and many of them have been successful uh, previously with um like keto as well for example because they could adhere to it because it did suit them at that point in their life mm-hmm. so i think um what's more important is to understand that it doesn't have to be a single protocol and it will always lead to weight loss as long as it creates a calorie deficit and it doesn't really matter how it creates a calorie deficit Mm -hmm. or if the uh, goal is slightly different, like obviously um, performance-based or muscle gain or just body recomposition-based, then we have to understand what the underlying principles are and then we can choose from several methods and uh, we can change up those methods every single day or every single meal if we want uh, to suit us as best as they can
0: awesome so what you're saying is that it's it's not a one-size-fits-all solution mm-hmm. keto diet is not the solution paleo is not the solution vegan is not the solution The solution is whatever diet like you can stick with consistently and sustainably
1: exactly. for long
0: periods of time that are suited to each individual and their needs and i think
1: that uh, that's, this is the main reason why there are so many arguments because some people do really well on yes. keto and it's amazing for them and i would never uh, tell a client who comes to me and tells me that oh most of the time i do really well if i go low carb not to low, go low carb yeah. because it's not going to be my first um um uh, like um, um method to uh, suggest that oh okay we are going to change the top because science suggests that you don't have to go no if it works for them perfect why yeah. change that we are always going to go for the um, smallest possible changes that will make the biggest difference in their circumstances so that's why um, my approach is um a lot more like personalized I don't really like to um, give out very generic advice obviously there is um uh, advice that we can uh, talk about that would show suit most people but Mm -hmm. when I'm working uh, with clients uh, one-to-one it's always a hundred percent based on their lifestyle and I get to know them really well because it's important so that I can actually change their help them change their diet Mm -hmm. instead of giving them a whole new
0: diet yeah and this goes back to what you were saying about the your the beefcake was basically it's not a one-size-fits-all solution and Mm -hmm. having that like planned program of every single meal Mm -hmm. and every single thing that they need to eat, like, isn't necessarily the way to
1: go. And it's not uh, really probably um, um, necessary for most people. Obviously, there are certain populations who Mm -hmm. might benefit from that, um, like recovering from eating disorders. It can be very important to structure that, but obviously uh, only a dietitian can work with those populations. So it is very uh, much outside of our scope of practice. So this just kind of relates to um, my uh, gym or beefcake uh, (laughs) that I don't really feel like anyone of us including myself as a nutritionist should take on clients who have like clearly been struggling with their eating because we can't help them their money is better spent elsewhere because they need a different sort of approach because it's not just about macros and um, uh, carbs and protein and Mm -hmm. food choices it's so much more than that it's about how they think about food how they feel about food how they feel about themselves and what else is going on in their lives so we can't take it lightly because we have a massive responsibility um, mm-hmm. as uh, the entire fitness industry, so I do feel really strongly <laughs> about this. And I, um, I see that I see the change in the industry. I think we are going in the right direction. Um, I see that um, a lot more people are promoting flexible approaches. They are pro, uh, mm-hmm. promoting. Uh, uh, just this sort of um, separation from thinking that any certain food could be good or bad or has an emotional value and uh, just telling people that they shouldn't eat something um, because it's not going to um, they are not going to be able to reach their goals because funny enough there have been um, um, studies where people only ate like uh, sugary stuff and they still lost oh, yeah, weight yeah. so it's just not really about that obviously that's not what I'm going to suggest someone that uh, only ate um, there was this Twinkie diet for example um, only ate Twinkies but if they are um, having anything sugary every now and then it's not going to hinder their fat loss if they are having alcohol every now and then it's not going to be the end of the world it's yeah. more about the big picture and just the uh, accumulation of of um, uh, those meals over the uh, over a period of time. Nice,
0: nice. I I think that that's something to be reiterated for the audience. So guys, like as personal trainers, we are actually, unless you have a specific certification, you are actually not qualified to provide meal plans for your clients. And so something that is a red flag for me that I see a lot is when personal trainers do specific meal plans for their clients, that's actually illegal. Um, they're not qualified to do it. They're not in as Rita was saying, they're not insured to do it either. And basically they do not have enough information about their client to be able to make a meal program having specific things that they need to eat because they don't know, you know, their vitamin A levels. They don't no, know
1: it? They- but even if they get a, a blood test done we are not medical uh, medical um, uh, professionals. Mm-hmm. We are not qualified to read and um, and understand those um, results uh, to a level where we can make uh, proper um, uh, suggestions. But more importantly, I do not feel the need to provide meal plans, Love especially that. when Love they that. are restrictive. Good. In my practice, I might provide samples of what I suggest a, um, a decent meal might look like mm-hmm. in their. A particular circumstance based on their uh, preferences, but I would always emphasize that these are just suggestions, make them your own, don't eat the same thing every day. and day. Let's have a chat about what you think would be a good alternative. Y- you should come up with some ideas, so it's very much like bouncing idea- ideas back um, uh, and forth just so that the diet is really theirs. Mm-hmm. I'm just helping with the starting point, and then we are. Um, uh, Giving um, my clients the autonomy to eventually come up with their uh, diet on the go because it will change. Our goals change. Our 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 bodies change, and that's absolutely fine. So we might want to concentrate on something else in a couple of months' time. So that uh, if we learn the basics, we will know exactly what we need to change in our diet to do that. Nice. I love
0: that. Mm Well done. Well said. Everything hurts, and I'm dying. (laughs) So Rita. Earlier, you mentioned that you had a slightly petty... Beef okay, beef yes,
1: beef, okay. And I'm here for the pettiness. Okay, let's <laughs> get it over with. Um, so, I'm not sure if there's any female on this planet who would disagree with this, but, like, why can't they sew the pads into the sports bras? Yes. Like the amount of loose pads i have after every load of laundry and then you have to like match it up they always fold in half you yes. always have like a crease on every piece of um sports bra or like obviously it's not just sports bras but like sports tops as well they have that padding like why can't you be better Send like them in. it just <sighs> no it just annoys me to no extent like we got to the point where if we put in a load of laundry, like my husband would um, uh, put them out to dry, but he would leave all my sports bras and I would have to go through them one by one because he refuses to um, like figure out how uh, they fall. So even if I'm not home, I will just go home and just like uh, rewash them so that I can just, uh, Sew them in,
0: commit, make the commitment, commit. Sew them in, make our lives easier. I feel like this has been
1: going on for years and years and I know for sure I'm not the only person who has ever mentioned it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Please.
0: As sew like them in. all females, please do. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm here. I'm here for that. hundred percent. Commit. Sew them in. You clothes making bastards. Sew it in. Yep. <laughs> oh, <Boom. laughs> done. Everything hurts and I'm dying. <laughs> So, Rita, we have a few questions from the audience here, Mm -hmm. and I'm excited for Mm -hmm. us to really just jump right in and ask them. So, um, one of them is... What's your favorite Blondie flavor? (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
1: so this is like um, a flavor that has not been uh, like actually uh, tested yet, but I stand by it. I'm 100% sure that it will be amazing. And it would be maple bacon. Maple bacon. Maple bacon. I think just a combination of sweet and savory is just going to be amazing. So um, we are not looking at anyone in like particular But (laughs) if someone could make that happen uh, in the near future, I wouldn't be mad. And I would be happy to uh, just uh, confirm um, if my suggestion um, uh, or if my um, uh, expectation was like...
0: um, Achieved. Yeah, Yeah, exactly so for everybody listening at home Tony our wonderful editor (laughs) is the king of making blondies he makes them all the time for us at the gym and we just love them and they're so good and there's been so many good flavors and so my favorite flavor Mm -hmm. so far has been the blueberry one in like blueberry like jammy dodger flavor Mm -hmm. it's it's just incredible. And he makes them, and everyone in the gym just basically loses their mind about it. Because we're, we're a very food-positive gym. Yeah. And I really rate that about us. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, if anybody's ever Definitely. struggling, everybody's like, have you eaten? Have you, When's the yeah. last time you eaten? Do you need food? Have you eaten?
1: I think I think the most common question that I ask my clients, so what are you having for dinner?
0: <laughs> also, Rina's phone background is, like, different, like, food things on, like, Instagram or yeah. whatever. It's literally just, yeah, pictures yeah, of
1: who, food. Who doesn't like food? Like... I don't trust that person. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hear that. Okay, I, I have
1: that. a question for you, Julia. Oh, okay, okay. I'm so, um, what would be your favorite, like, healthy meal option? If you oh. would choose something that you think is healthy, what would it be?
0: So, I think that... I, so if I was to make like a perfect healthy meal, I I would always just try to include all three macros Mm -hmm. in some fashion. So some fats, some protein, and some carbs. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I also would try to include like some fruits or vegetables or some Mm -hmm. sort of like fiber or something, something. Hashtag eat your veggies. Mm -hmm. Um, So that would be the basic structure. And a lot of the times, if I'm like busy or struggling to, Like put something together. I'll just try to hit all three macros with some sort of vegetable and and call it a day. Mm. So I like to have nice big breakfasts. I guess Mm -hmm. I'll just use my breakfast as an example. Um, Nice big breakfasts to set me off for the day, and it's usually like eggs, Mm. cheese, spinach, and then I'm from New Mexico, so honestly, it's usually in a tortilla or like tacos (laughs) or like ninety percent of the food I (laughs) eat is either in taco (laughs) or (laughs) burrito form. So it's usually like wrapped up in a tortilla or something, and I just call it a day with that so we got mm, the, mm. the you know the protein from the eggs and the cheese fats mm. from the cheese mm. spinach as a veggie and wrap yeah. it up in a tortilla call it a day
1: oh i love that yeah it just um i think it's important for like our audience as well to remember that especially because um we are both uh, personal trainers so um, uh, most people that we know um are into fitness and just mm-hmm. training. We have to fuel for our workouts Mm. we have to make sure that we eat enough so that we can perform well in the gym Mm -hmm. we can't just starve ourselves and then expect good results it's not how it works we can starve ourselves and lose um, weight but if we want to actually do well with our workouts and um, keep progressing and reach our goals we have to fuel for those workouts and there's uh, several considerations but just making sure that we meet our energy requirements is a very very basic one of those
0: yeah, and we, and we are, so, and we're running around all day, mm-hmm. and as Rita was talking about earlier, about having your diet sort of be suitable to each individual and their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So for me and my lifestyle, I have a nice, a huge breakfast, mm-hmm. but then we're sort of like running around all day, mm-hmm. we're training ourselves, mm-hmm. we're training other people. So I don't necessarily eat like a big lunch, I kind mm-hmm. of like snack sporadically, yeah. because I don't want to eat too much before training, or too much after training, so and- I kind of just pick a little
1: bit and that's uh, very uh, interesting and that's where the individual like aspect uh comes in that um julia mostly comes in to um uh, train her clients like in the afternoon or like mm-hmm. after uh, lunchtime but I'm usually in the gym from like 6-7 in the morning yeah. I can't eat in the morning at like 5am when I get up so I'm not um, I usually don't have breakfast unless it's the weekend and I have a little lane. so for me for example lunch and dinner would be um, much bigger meals because I uh, have to structure it around my lifestyle and if I um, got really hung up around like oh I should eat breakfast because um, everyone should eat breakfast breakfast right? Breakfast yeah. like, is uh, the, purpose the oh, most important is- like, this is yeah this is um sometimes um uh when we talk about like um nutrition myth that is like uh, oh, yeah. one of the like uh, the best ones uh, mm-hmm. to debunk because it won't matter as long as you are in control of your entire diet it doesn't matter if you eat breakfast or not if you do better because you ate breakfast do it if you have to pick up Yeah, across them because that's the only thing that you can have because you don't have time to make a a proper breakfast in the morning. You might spend those calories elsewhere and have a more nutritious meal a little later in the day, and there's no issues with that.
0: Yeah, so so exactly, and it has to go with your day and your lifestyle and what's most suitable for you. Absolutely love that. Awesome. So I've got another question for you, Rita. Mm. Um, is can I have a protein shake if I haven't trained that day?
1: Okay, so I um I really like uh, this question because it um I can um give it uh, like two um, answers from like different approaches. Uh, the first answer is that yes, uh, you can have a protein shake, but also that you don't have to have a protein shake even if you train that day. Because I think something that um um some people don't really understand is uh, that protein shakes aren't magic. Yeah. They are yes. just a convenient source of um, uh, increasing our protein intake and. As the uh, as it's obviously something that we can spend extra money on, I think they have been advertised as something that is just. Uh, magical and they fix all your uh, problems and um, I'm not gonna lie I drink protein shakes all the time because I'm very busy I like the flavor of them and they are a very convenient way Mm -hmm. the absorption is good uh, you can get it in as many flavors as you want it's quite satiating uh, you feel like you're drinking a dessert so there's lots of uh, advantages Mm -hmm. but no one has to drink protein shakes to match uh, or to reach their goals because it is just protein source as chicken or tuna or eggs so if you can get your um a sufficient amount of protein from whole foods then you can um skip having protein shakes altogether it's just difficult and i find that uh, protein shakes are usually a bit um of like a cheaper option Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. both in terms of um uh, money but also in terms of like the um uh, time that you have to spend preparing your yeah, meals you get a lot um, of bang for your buck exactly so i think um If someone doesn't like the flavor or if you haven't found one that uh, you really enjoy and you uh, really like eating lots of eggs, chicken and uh, whatever other, um, maybe even um, vegan or vegetarian um, Mm -hmm. um, uh, protein sources, then by all means uh, have all your protein from those. It is just a little more uh, difficult uh, if your protein requirements are quite high. Yeah.
0: So to put it into perspective, so Rita has mm. a lot of protein shakes because of the time and mm. she likes the taste, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm. I actually hardly ever drink mm. protein shakes because I I just prefer to eat food mm. to get that source from food. So I do get a ton of protein in my diet mm. from, from actual food, you know, chicken and beef mm-hmm. and beans and all kinds of yeah. stuff as well. So it, it's different strokes for different folks. Yeah, and I think exactly. that people need to understand that protein shakes are not the be all end all solution to being
1: fit <laughs> yeah it just really just something again that is a method but the underlying principle is just to hit your protein targets in some sort of way and yes if the protein shake helps with that because it's more uh, convenient, easier for you to measure out mm-hmm. uh, how much you want to have or you just can't like literally stomach that much of uh, the other sources then then go for it but you are not missing out on uh, gains if you don't perfect love that well said mm-hmm. Okay, if you could have only one protein source until the end of your life, what
0: would that be? You know, that's a good question. I actually think that it would be eggs mm. because I do have eggs a lot. Again, I have I have big breakfasts and I have eggs a lot for breakfast. And so I do feel like it would probably be eggs. Also mm. the versatility of eggs I like. Mm. You can have them fried, scrambled, True. egg salad, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. Yeah. So what about you? Which one would you choose?
1: I think I would go for salmon. Oh yeah. I love it. I mean I I agree uh wholeheartedly with uh with eggs but if I could only choose one probably I would go for salmon. Smoked salmon? No no I just say like yeah terrible salmon with teriyaki sauce is like my my go-to
0: way of preparing it. That is so good. Mm. I do love a good like teriyaki salmon. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna do that it's <laughs> strong. Alright babe. Um let's talk about uh training and nutrition considerations around our period so okay uh so uh that is something that i talk a little
1: um about on uh, like my instagram uh as well because i think it is um luckily not as much as it has been but it's still kind of a taboo uh subject mm-hmm. uh, in um uh, for some people i think uh more and more male trainers are uh, much better clued up on the topic than they yes. used to be and yes. I, I'm all for it I think um, I know some people say that oh they shouldn't talk about periods because they don't have periods I disagree with that if uh, a male trainer if you have a trainer uh, and it's not us um, and they know how to um, uh, periodize your training or nutrition around your cycle you are uh, probably uh, you have probably chosen a um, really good trainer because mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is just something that they spend extra time figuring out and just making sure that they um that, that they can help you as much as they possibly can to make sure that again uh, they are uh, putting together your uh, training and nutrition program based on your personal requirements yes um because there are some requirements and they are very um individual mm-hmm. uh, so even though there are certain uh, like um um, underlying factors that are usually similar for most females just because of the hormonal uh, fluctuations, mm-hmm. for example that are based on metabolic rate uh, increases slightly um, before our periods start. So that uh, might mean that we require more uh, energy uh, in uh, those days thus uh, PMS cravings for example. Mm-hmm uh it's uh, not necessarily the same for everyone or not necessarily uh it is necessarily happening to the same level uh to everyone and i think it's really important for uh, us girls to figure out how our cycle works and when we feel stronger when we feel weaker when we feel hungrier because that is uh, such a powerful tool uh, for us to help um figure out our nutrition and our training. Like I know, for example, that if I'm uh, trying to um, um, lose a little bit of uh, body fat, I can't, for the life of me, diet around my period mm-hmm. because I'm just starving, hungry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I usually go into a slightly more aggressive deficit for the first two weeks of uh, my cycle, and then I would just uh, go to maintenance for the second two weeks and happy days. Yeah. I can have my chocolate and whatever else I crave, Obviously, to a certain extent, uh, we just have to make sure that we match our desires and also our goals if we um, want to reach any sort of uh, like um, um, calorie deficit. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the calorie deficit is created over the course of the month rather than on every single day. Sorry, can you say that one more time? (laughs) Calorie deficit is what? One more time? So that you can create the calorie deficit over a certain period of time, which can be a week or a month or a day, rather than in every single uh, meal or every single day. Yes,
0: very good. Mm. Thank you for reiterating that. <laughs> no, I think that right. one's important because a lot of people can get a bit carried for... away on the day-to-day yeah, basis right, exactly. and they can get sort of lost in it. And it is important for you guys to think about it as a bigger picture, mm. you know, in, in, on a monthly basis mm. or weekly basis. Yeah,
1: or whatever really works for you. And this just really gives you, um, again, the tools to periodize around uh, your holiday days or social occasions and like if you know that you're always going out in the weekends maybe you can be a little um, more careful throughout the week and then you can um, have those extra calories in the bank for a Friday night out with with your partner or your family or your friends and this is just again uh, that knowledge is really power and you do get to make your own decisions if you know why you need to make those decisions no one is forcing it uh, on you you are making those choices so you feel like you are in charge which you should be if you don't feel like you're in charge of your nutrition in any uh, way shape or form i encourage you to to uh, learn a bit more about it Mm -hmm. or just ask questions like we are both um uh, happy to um, answer questions um on our instagrams for example so just feel free to (laughs) let us know if you have anything that you are unsure about it is just a something that we are so like um uh enthusiastic about like i could talk about nutrition all day and <laughs> we are running really short on time or probably we <laughs> are out of time because we could probably sit here for another couple of hours and just uh keep answering questions or just uh, uh talk about um training and nutrition because we just love our jobs we yeah. do
0: we're definitely gonna have rita back um <laughs> uh, in a couple of weeks uh mm-hmm. because there's so there is so much material here and there's so much uh to be covered So don't worry, Rita will absolutely be back for another episode soon. Everything hurts and I'm dying. (laughs) All right, everybody. So we're just going to have some of our closing remarks now. Um, In summary, thinking about everything that we've talked about today with Rita, uh, one thing that came to my mind was looking at uh, nutrition being sort of relative to the individual. So trying to find ways of having your healthiest diet be sort of suitable for you as an individual. And it's not necessarily a one-size-fits-all mm. plan. So stop trying to find a one-size-fits-all <laughs> plan because you ain't going to find it. And you're going to be way more successful if you start to think about what works best for you. Mm. What do you think about that, Rita?
1: Absolutely. I um, I This is... Um, I think the most empowering thing that anyone can understand so if this is the only thing that you take away from um, our discussion today is that you have total control over your choices and those choices can be whatever works best for you and they you don't have to commit to them like you are allowed to change your mind and you can just do what's best for you um in any certain uh, situation because that will get you the best results you don't want to create a whole new uh, diet or just live your life around your diet you want to fit that diet into your life mm-hmm. you have we are all busy and i'm sure uh, this is a big ex- excuse for most people that oh i'm too busy i don't know um how to do it but we eat every day, several times a day. So if we just marginally improve our choices every single day or in some of our meals and increase our activities and just make sure that we are um, trying to do anything little that we can to get closer to where we want to be, that will have results in um, uh, over a certain period of time. However long it takes depends on how big those changes are that you implement.
0: Yeah, so little steps can add up to big changes. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So Rita, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks I'm so happy that you came. Uh, it was a really fun. Um, if you guys want to get a hold of Rita or if you have any follow-up questions for her, feel free to follow her on Instagram. Her Instagram is prioritize underscore you. Um, again, that's prioritize underscore you. And that's how to get a hold of her on Instagram. You mm-hmm. can always get a hold of me at t Rex Training 20 and that's my Instagram handle. You can also get a hold of us at question or questions at EHAID.com or hit up everythinghurtsandimdying.com <laughs> or everythinghurtsandimdying.co.uk. Thanks so much. And thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for having me, Julia. Love and it's been here. lovely to be here. Hopefully we will have you guys all back next week. See ya.